Lovely breeze this morning. Yes, quite temperate. Oh, Father, despite how lovely this breeze is, I wish for something more. I wish to see the world. What do you want to see the world for? We've got everything right here. All I've ever seen is this hill. The only thing that changes is the clouds. I want more. I'm sorry, son. That's just not possible. Why ever not, Father? Because you're an oak tree. I'm an oak tree. My father was an oak tree, and his father was an oak tree. You come from a very long line of oak trees. You can never leave your roots behind. Well, I guess it must be autumn. How do you mean, son? Because I can't leaf. <laughs> Welcome to Reading's Next Top Model, or Beauty Queen, or whatever these things are called. I'm your host, Samuel Smegma, and what an array of beautiful girl women, women, do we have for you today. Let's welcome contestant number one, Miss Alda Mayston. Hi. Welcome. It's a pleasure to have you here, Miss Alda Mayston. And may I say, you look like a very beautiful young girl, woman. Thanks. Let's get to know you a little bit. Where are you from? Aldermaston. Fascinating. What about you? <laughs> oh, she's keen, this one. I'll ask the questions around here, missy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's all right. Okay. Let's see who's up next. It's only Miss Checkenden. You're right. All the more better for seeing you. Uh, by no means any disrespect intended to any of our other lovely young women, girls, women. Are you okay? You're sweating quite a lot. I'm. I'm fine. It's just nothing. Uh, tell me, Miss Checkenden, do you have any hobbies? Harpooning. Yeah. Great, let's get on with our next contestant. It's Miss Basildon. Hello. Hi. Did you, uh pick that dress yourself? Yeah. Good, well, there we have it. Three lovely girl people, people, three lovely people, but only one can win. Who will it be? There's only one way to find out. Uh, hi, Stu, mate. Are you almost done in here? Because... We need this meeting room back for something in five minutes. Yeah, yeah, we're just wrapping up now. Are those Barbie dolls? Sarah's left me again. The following sketch is explicitly written for Ricky Gervais. Hey, little boy. Have you learned about the power of Christianity? Nah, you're all right. We've got free altar bread. Sorry, mister. Wine? Oi, Jesus! If I see you hanging around my kid again, I'll bash your fucking head in. This isn't over, Janet!
What did you think of that? Then Ricky mate. <laughs> yes, he's quite right. It is bloody funny. What is Jesus even doing with the car? Has he paid the road tax and insurance? When was the last time he went for an MOT? Ha ha ha, what a funny thought. Quite right, Ricky. Comedy gold. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, sorry to interrupt the show. Um, I have a sketch planned for this bit uh, with lots of different sound effects and noise effects, things like that. Um, but then Adobe decided to just delete that. Um, and I didn't want to do it again, but then I didn't want to get rid of the sketch. So I'm just recording myself reading the sketch out. Now, obviously, there's going to be some difference in quality, but just use your imagination to think how good this could have been. Then again, how not good it could have been um, if I'd bothered to re-edit it. But like I say, I put about four hours into editing it before Adobe decided to just delete that. Uh, so here we go. Uh, the sketch is called uh, Daylight Robbery. Uh, and here we go. Interior, office, day, FX, knock, knock, uh, boss, come in, police boy, sir, it's Noel Edmonds, he's gone on a rampage, boss, bloody hell, not another one, police boy, this one is worse, sir, he's taken Mr. Blobby, and then it's three hours earlier, uh, FX, Lovely morning music. And then Mr. Blobby says, Blobby, 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 Blobby. And then young Blobby says, Blobby, 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 Blobby. And then Mrs. Blobby says, Blobby, 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 Blobby. And then Mr. Blobby replies to that by saying, Blobby, 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 Blobby. Uh, and then FX smashed window. Uh, and then Noel Edmonds says, all right, none of you pink dildos move. And then Mr. Blobby says, blobby, 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 blobby. Uh, but then brackets, it's scared. So that would be a scared blobby there. Uh, and then Noel Edmonds replies with, where's your safe? And then Mr. Blobby replies with, blobby, 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 blobby. And then Noel Edmonds replies with, don't lie to me. And then Mr. Blobby replies to that by saying, Blobby, 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 blobby. He says, If you lie to me again, I'll smash one of your little blobbies through that window. And then Mr. Blobby replies to that by saying, Blobby, 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 blobby. Uh, and then FX moving something to reveal safe. And then Noel Edmonds says, That wasn't so hard, was it? Now come here, I need your fingerprint. And then we have FX safe opening. Imagine what that sounded like. Uh, and then Mr. Blobby says, Blobby, Blobby. And then Noel Edmonds, to cap it all off, says, There we go. Okay, Mr. Blobby, your wife and children are free to leave, but you, Mr. Blobby, you're coming with me. Uh, so that... Oh, no. And then Mr. Blobby replies to that by saying, Blobby, Blobby, Blobby. Uh, so that's a sketch that I spent about four hours editing trying to find how to make my voice sound like Mr. Blobby's voice. Uh, but then Adobe got rid of it. So, 
There we go. Anyway, bye-bye. Hello there, welcome to Talking the Town with me, Brian Secretbark, and today I want to talk about something a little bit more difficult, a little bit tricky, something a little bit a little bit sticky and a little bit slippery and a little bit uncomfortable to talk about. Something something you wouldn't want to talk about with your uh, with your bloody family, you know, uh, around the Christmas table or the or other religion table. I don't, I've not done the research, but I didn't fart. That was the chair. I'll carry on. Parking attendants, assistants, tickets, parking tickets. What's your view? Now, I can see two sides of the argument. On one side, they keep a civilization from the breach of collapse by saying you can't park your 2015 slate grey Range Rover anywhere you so like, even if it is, yes, not in a bay, but clearly out of the way. And there's other people that say they're an absolute nuisance. I'm all about balance on the show, so I'm not going to reveal my side of the story just yet. But I want to hear from you, the avid listeners. Do you think parking tickets are a necessary requirement in what can only be described as a post-9-11 world? A lot of things changed when that plane hit the second tower, and it wasn't just longer wait times at airports. Now, I think we've got our first caller on the line. Hello, friend. What is your name and where are you calling from? Well, uh, hello. I'm Andrew, and I'm calling from I'll come and your dad later on. Now, I must say, that is a beautiful part of the world. Yes. So, Andrew... What's your take on all this, then? Parking tickets, yay or nay? Oh, yeah, well, obviously, there are lots of positives. As a former traffic warden, I know the good deal of work that goes into keeping our parking base safe. It's a thin yellow line between people receiving £150 fines, £70 if they pay within two weeks, and chaos of people parking wherever they want to. Now, Andrew, I absolutely admire and respect you for ringing into the show, and thank you so much for doing so. And I mean absolutely no disrespect when I say this, but you are not fit to lick, let alone lace, my Timberland boots. When I say you are below scum... I really do mean that. But since we've got you here, I noticed in your little speech there you uh, you said you're a former parking attendant. What changed? Did you grow a conscience? Grow a backbone? See the big train leave the station, boy, did you? Why don't you grow up and see the big pencil case in the sky and get out of town? Get a big ball sack. You get a big hairy ball sack, did you? <laughs> Why don't you get a you get a big pair of balls and a big set of hairs in there, did you? What changed? No. My traffic warden partner of fifteen years was killed one day before his retirement. I mean I mean that it, oh where's the fucking voice? Um I mean that is unfortunate, but it does come with the nature of the job, doesn't it? The come year with the was I mean, 2010, or as it was known at the time, 2010. Cameron was in the White House. Aslan was spewing out volcanic ash, stopping people from going on holiday to make sure they spent more money in their stores. And the London Olympics was merely a twinkle in Ken Livingston's testicles. I got to work early that day. God knows why. The captain wanted to see me in their office. MacBook charger! 
My office now! Never a good sign. Oh no. This can be good. Take a seat. I'm pleased to report our ticket rate has increased significantly over the last six months, but- Look, Captain, I- God damn it, MacBook Charger. How many times do I have to tell you you can't keep arresting people for parking their cars incorrectly? You don't have the authority. So what are we supposed to do, huh? Just let these sons of bitches drive around this goddamn city without any consequences? If they have committed a crime, then you can ring the police, and they will handle it. Huh, those clowns, they couldn't arrest their own grandmother, let alone arrest someone who just parked in an area that was specified for loading and unloading only. Listen here, you son of a bitch. I'm the goddamn captain of this parking warden district. You're a good traffic warden, but... I've got the head of the district council breathing down my neck if you make one more goddamn citizen's arrest. Look, I get it. You'll have my gun and my badge. You shouldn't have a gun! This is what I'm talking about. I'm serious, MacBook Charger. One more incident and you'll be on desk duty until your state pension kicks in at 63. Do I make myself clear? Crystal. Now, whilst I've got you here, have a look at this file. What's this? We've recently been made aware of a vehicle being parked up near the old abandoned hospital on unopened Letter Avenue. So? What's that got to do with me? They forget to pick something up before it shut in 1969. Take a closer look. I'll be damned. How many recorded incidences of this do we have? Six. Son of a bitch. Double yellow lands. He's parked on double yellow lines six times. Why hasn't anybody put a stop to this? He's covered one of his letters on the number plate, so there is no possible way to know who that car belongs to. I want you to stake this place out and catch the bastard. Don't you worry, Cap. I'll get this goddamn pooey bum bum. But remember, no funny business. And for God's sake, put some pants on. How many times have I had to tell you, rookies? Don't leave your head on the floor. I don't care how hot your head gets, somebody's gonna steal it! Uh, Lawrence Tobaware, my traffic warden partner of 30 years. He put the war in traffic warden. Hey, Lawrence! We got a case! Oh yeah, what's it this time? Some shit for brains doesn't know the difference between parking in a parking bay and milking a factory farm cow. Yeah, something like that. I just hope we solve it quickly. As you know, it's my last day before retirement and my wife and two beautiful children have planned a big party for me for when I get back. Yeehaw to that. Oh no, Lawrence, look out. I think someone has planted a bomb in the station. I don't believe it. I was only one day away from retirement. Oh no, Brian's secret bollock I am now dead. Tell my wife and children I love them. No oh 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 The end. Uh, hello everybody. Uh, just before we get into the review of the episode, uh, I just want to say, you may have noticed that sketch, um, changed a bit at the end there, it went from human voices to robot voices, uh, and that was because I sort of started editing it and then realised I hadn't put an end in. So 
you you may notice the end shift you may not to be honest um but if you're wondering why it changes at the end uh for you eagle-eared listeners out there uh it's because i hadn't actually written an ending i didn't realize that until i came to the editing point so if you want a view into my work process uh that is a slight insight for you there anyway onto the review and there we have it everybody uh another episode done um about twice the length of episode one which is nice um well i guess when i started out making the decision that i wanted to do a podcast i didn't realize how much my mouth whistled uh just in speaking uh, as that has been a real journey of discovery over this last week is there are just some words i can't say without my mouth doing a little whistle uh which is disgusting um so what did we start off? We started with trees. Remember that? That was all right. Um, yeah, it's a bit different. And then we did the Ricky Gervais one, which, to be honest, I just think the sketch on its own really was very weak um, and not very good. So adding that barbed element about how, you know, Ricky Gervais only talks about uh, sort of religion and cancel culture, uh, sort of play on that. It's all right. It's it's not great. Um, and then what was after that? Uh, oh, I've skipped one out. Contest. Remember that? The beauty contest. Um, Reading's most beautiful. Uh, I think it's a fun idea, especially the twist at the end. It's a bit, it's a bit of an inside number nine, isn't it? You know, you think there's a beauty contest and it actually turns out it's just a man having a, a breakdown with some Barbie dolls, and he's and you think, oh wow, Joe's performance is is a bit ick in this, isn't it? All his voices sound a bit the same, uh, but actually in this one, it's on purpose because he's doing all the voices, um, not for the rest of them, but for that one, it's on purpose. My inability to have any range, um, and then it was the Mister Bobby one. Uh, I don't want to talk about that, and then we've got. Talk in the Town, uh, which is like two sketches in one. Um, there's some weird clicking at one point. Don't know what that was about. Um, but there we are, I guess. If you want to do a sketch that's got lots of layers, sometimes you're going to have some random clicking. Uh, but that's all right. I think episode two, not as good as episode one. Episode one's only half the length of this one. So, you know... You'd have hoped it would have been better, but you know what? Episode three, we'll see if I if I do make it. I have nothing for it, whereas at least with episode two, I had a bit. Um, but anyway, this isn't, you know, we needed it for episode one to bulk it out. For this, if anything, this is making it too long. Um, so I'm going to get off, but enjoy the rest of your day, um, and I'll see you later. Bye, 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 bye. And there we have it. That's all the comedy we have for you this week. Until next time, goodbye. I'll tell you something. I would rather attempt to hit it with fucking something funny and fail than just be one of these miserable people. Never even tries. <laughs>